0: So, cash and cash flow. Um, cash is the money that a business can spend immediately. So the analogy would be what you have in your bank account, in Santander, Barclays, or anything like that. It doesn't include money that you're owed. So if your mate owe you some money, that's not included in a company's cash balance. Cash flow is the amount of money that is coming in and out of a business. So if you're selling stuff or you're paying stuff out, that is cash flow, and cash is the actual balance that you have in your bank account. Um, cash inflows is the cash coming into a business. Cash outflows is the cash going out of the business. Net cash flow is cash inflows minus cash outflows. The opening balance is the amount of money or the amount of cash that you have at the start of the period. Um, and the closing balance, you guessed it, is the amount of cash that a business ends up at the end of the period having in its bank account. So the closing balance is the amount of cash that a business finishes trading with. Cash outflow is the cash going out of the business, um, and cash flows can be forecasted. So, cash flow forecast basically project forward the cash that's going to go into the business and the cash that's going to go out of the business. Um, cash inflows is normally from sales of selling products, and this can be called revenue. Cash outflows can be salaries paid to employees, rent paid for your office, um, or potentially your warehouse or factories. And costs of production. So if you have to buy, if you're Zara or Inditex and you have to buy costs and to make clothes, and that would be a cost of production. Um, businesses may forecast this using historic data on sales, historic data on costs, or market research and bench- benchmarking against best-in-class peers. Um, as well as cash flow forecasts, they may help for, help forecast liquidity problems. So essentially, if a business is going to run out of money, you notice before you run out of money rather than when you run out of money, which is probably good business practice. Um, this is called a liquidity problem, um, and that is usually forecasted using cash flow forecasts. Um, so if we keep going through um, liquidity, as spelled L-I- Q, UID, ITY, um, which I seem to have forgotten that. Um, The consequences of cash flow problems. So if a business is constantly spending more cash than it's receiving, then it's not going to last forever. Um, The business will run out of money. It won't be able to pay its employees' salaries. It won't be able to pay rent. It won't be able to buy raw materials. So negative cash flow is a bad thing, although lots of startups like Lyft, um, Uber, Airbnb for most of their lives so far have had negative cash flows. They say the growth is worthwhile. Um, For suppliers, if a business runs out of cash, they may not get paid for what they provide to the company. Um, So they may stop selling products to suppliers. Um, And for employees, if a business runs out of cash, they're not going to get their salaries, so they are likely to kind of leave the business. Um, The final element we should look at is creditors. Creditors are people who've loaned the business money. If the business has negative cash flows, they're less likely to get their loans repaid um, and this is clearly quite negative for any creditors of the business. Um, if a company runs out of cash, who are the main three people they won't be able to pay? So it's the three people i just mentioned. Creditors, suppliers and employees. Creditors are more likely to be um, Focused on debt, suppliers are more likely to be focused on the kind of raw materials provided and employees are more relevant for the salaries that the business pays. Um, How do you solve cash flow problems? So overdrafts are probably quite a bad way to solve them. It's basically borrowing money at very high interest rates, but you could theoretically use bridging finance um, and that would enable you to basically get more cash in your bank account this month and next month. Um, Reducing the amount you spend, so reducing cash outflows is a good way. This is why some businesses sack employees and do redundancies. If they're uh, seeing negative cash outflows each month, they may need to reduce the size of their team or reduce their spending. Finding new sources of finance can provide a large amount of cash, um, but it doesn't solve the problem of having net cash outflows. It just increases the amount of cash you have in your bank account. Um, You can delay payments to suppliers, although they may not like that. Another solution is to increase cash inflows, so increase sales. You might sell a factory, sell a warehouse, or just try and sell more lemonade if you can. Um, so the most popular way is to improve cash flow. One, overdrafts. Two, finding new finance. Three is reducing cash outflows. Four is increasing cash inflows, which is the best way to do it, um, or rescheduling cash payments. Um, nearly done on cash and cash flow, Which of these is not a way a business can improve their cash flow? So increasing cash outflows would not improve cash flow. Finding new sources of finance would and overdraft would. Rescheduling cash payments also would. Um, There we go. So net cash flow equals cash flows minus cash outflows. Negative cash flow and negative net cash flow is usually negative. Um, And you can forecast cash inflows and cash outflows using historical data um, and also market research. If a business runs out of cash, I'm going to be able to pay it suppliers, employees or creditors. Which of the following would not increase cash inflows? The options are increasing sales, lending more credit to customers, selling assets or chasing customers that owe money. I think lending more credit to customers, you're basically going to have to give customers money that you potentially don't have. So that is the answer. Um, And that is everything for cash and cash inflows and outflows. If you're looking for somewhere to revise all your subjects and learn two times faster for free, then go to SenecaLearning.com and sign up now. It's free to sign up and start learning. So go to SenecaLearning.com or click the link in the bio to revise all of your exam subjects for free. And don't forget to review and subscribe to help more people find this podcast and help them with their revision.